Hello, welcome back to the program. My name is Michael Finney. Today I've got a good guest with us. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. My uh, name is Rob Berthoff. Um, I've been, um, you know, I, I love the, uh, the the branding space. I've been kind of in the um, entrepreneurial side for about 15 years now um, and uh, came from the technology side and crossed over to the marketing side and really enjoy um, startups as well as um, really kind of creating the foundation for, for brands. Very good. Will you give us a little bit of background on how you got into that, how you fell into this work? In, into brands? Well, um, started off as a software developer, created one of the first content management systems and ended up having the largest web design co- um, company in the U.S. This is around 2004, 2005. And around that time, I just realized I had tons of customers, but we were just building websites for them and, um, realized that it went a lot further than that. Like there was a lot of steps to happen before you start executing on a design and executing, um, you know, on, you know, you really want to have that strategy built first. And so I uh, started really kind of getting into understanding branding and understanding um, really the DNA of, of, of the connection between business and the execution of, um, of marketing. So since then I've run a, a few agencies, but uh, now mostly just working on uh, as a mentor as well as with my own um, uh, start accelerator. Yeah, very good. Can you tell us a little bit about the current state of media? You know, we met on Clubhouse um, probably in the spring last year. I would say. Uh, yeah, that's kind of taken its 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 course. I would say in in general, but still a lot of interesting things happening. We're definitely in interesting times. There's no question about that. Um, you know, I think that media has been evolving for, you know, the last decade. Well, you know, in, indefinitely. I think in the last decade there's been um, pretty rapid movement, but I would say in the last year we've actually had a lot of interesting movement with, you know, voice audio, um, with the metaverse, with, um, you know, just the, the, all the different ways to disseminate content and really all the different tribes that are forming on different platforms. Um, so I think that, I mean, the current state is, I would say distributed um, or, or, you know, fragmented, I guess would be a better word for it. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the things that, that, I, that I was kind of perspective I like to put in, into place is even though it seems like there just begins more and more different media types and different ways, uh, different methods and mediums that we need to be communicating through, if we remember that it's not about a platform specific strategies as much as it is about your overall communication strategy, stuff starts to calm down a little bit and you realize, okay, if I just really focus on who my customer is and where they consume their information and what type of uh, you know experience they're looking for on that platform, and it becomes much easier to figure out how to communicate to them. Yeah, very cool. I have a follow-up question for you on that. Uh, are you a Web three metaverse person? Are you exploring that space? <laughs> no, you know, I think I'm getting too old for that. <laughs> Uh, no, the, the short the short answer is I love new technology and and I've always been you know early I was early into Web one um, you know I in fact I created my first website I think ninety four and like I said I created one of the first content management systems and um, so you know Web one was there Web two I was pretty early in I was one of the first Twitter users my username was Rob I sold it uh, a couple of years ago um, because I kind of been off Twitter but um, been a really early adopter in social media it was like you know. I was in Goala before Foursquare, before, you know, I was on, you know, you know Vine before, you know, it's just kind of the idea that been around for a minute. Um, but, um, you know, I actually 
I see us actually more moving in around Web five at this point, but that's because I, I compartmentalize things maybe a little bit differently. But um, no, I made a decision that I'm not going to jump into um, into the virtual reality space just yet. Um, it doesn't. Uh, I'm, I'm actually looking to ground more into into physical reality. Um, and so, yeah, I made a conscious choice to uh, just to uh, focus on other areas. Sure. That's fair. I don't necessarily think that there is anything in the Web3 metaverse space that is as defined and solidified in terms of adoption yet. So I, I can't blame you. You know, who knows really well, you know what's what, going to dominate, right? Well, that's the interesting thing when, when you find. OK, so, you know, social media, you know, when social media started off, I was getting really active, like I mentioned, like, you know, when location-based just came on the scenes at South by Southwest. Like it was, you know, Gowalla and then it was Foursquare. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get into head this heavy. And, you know, I got really into Gowalla. Like, and this is so stupid even talking about this at this point. But then I realized that I picked the wrong horse, right? Um, you know, with programming languages, it's the same thing. You know, if you if you choose a program, you know, a, a different stack, and then um, when it's really, really early on, it hasn't built adoption yet, you've been, you know, picking the wrong horse. With Clubhouse, like, you know, I built a you know good amount of you know energy and effort into Clubhouse, and I think it's you know it was it was a nice thing that I did that. You know I look at like you know wisdom, and you look at um, you know green room, you look at um, fireside, and you look at all these different ones. You say okay, you know do I want to you know invest in those as well? It, it ultimately, it just comes down to how, what do I want to put my time into, and, and I think if I was in a space where I you know, I was already a VR, you know, loved VR and I was already, you know, had an Oculus or something. I don't know if I was already kind of like you know, interested in that space and I thought, okay, I'm going to jump in. I mean, you could say NFTs is the next one, right? Before this one, right? Like there's, there's always something new coming out. And the question I have to ask myself is, do I want to invest the time to understand what it is? And then do I want to invest the time to actually, you know, make a, uh, a you know, stake a claim in it, uh, like I did with Clubhouse as an example, where I said, okay, I'm gonna, you know, actually uh, spend some time in this because it aligns with the medium that I like. Like I like voice audio, so you know that that aligned with me. Um, it's it's one of those things where I, you know, wanted to get in and, and actually just understand it at a functional level so I can speak to it. But it seems that it's um, still the wild west at this point, and because I'm not looking to actually. Uh, engage in that space in terms of you know staking claim and starting to build a community um, in that new medium. It was just one of those things I decided that um, I'm going to be, you know, just focusing in other areas. Yeah, I don't blame you. And I would say, uh, you know, for the first six months of 2021, Clubhouse had a lot of benefit to using it because it was giving you additional reach on Instagram and Twitter, which I think for a lot of people was, was valuable to grow audience on those platforms as well as, uh, extend, extend reach and impressions for, for their content there. But, you know, very quickly clubhouse kind of started to recede and now we <laughs> see something like Twitter spaces, which, you know, sure. launched, in their beta kind of in the spring, early summer last year, you know, at that point in time, you would only kind of see it occasionally, but now basically whenever I'm on Twitter, there is some space going on. 
Um, and I don't actually see as much happening on Clubhouse that I want to actively participate in on a regular basis. But at the same time, sure. social audio, maybe it had its moment in general. And it's it's a nice feature, but it's not necessarily something that people are addicted to the way that they were maybe the first half of last year. Well, this is a, this is a whole other conversation, but I think that they actually... I mean, I agree with that. And I think that um, the way that Clubhouse did their rollout, I think, ultimately damaged the social audio space as a whole. I, I, don't, I think they kind of botched the rollout in, in several instances. But but speaking more to your point of you know the early days, right, like I got on, I think it was New Year's um, when I got on, and you know, it was a different type. It was a different, really different vibe, right? Like there was, you were making really meaningful connections. And I For think sure. that if I were to move into the, um, you know, the metaverse space now, I think I would make equally, um, I guess, uh, you know, almost like, you know, sort of intimate, but, you know, like, um, like the deeper connections than you would make than just popping into uh, something later. Right. And, and I think the same thing with, um, you know, with clubhouse now is um, most of the people that I found most interesting of why I wanted to be on clubhouse have left clubhouse. Yeah. Right. One of my friends is actually on on Twitter Spaces, and she runs the, um, you know, um, a good amount over there. Um, and I guess, yeah. So I mean, that's a whole that's a whole tangent. Sorry. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't sweat it. That's. But I, I that's definitely think there's for. an aspect of timing. You know, I think there's an aspect of timing, and I think there's an aspect of you know what do you really want out of it, right? And and maybe people bring it full circle. How does it apply to your personal brand? And are you actually building your personal brand by being on it, or are you just there to consume? Um, is it more of an edge? Is it entertainment? Is it education? Uh, or is it something that actually, um, is in alignment with where you need to be? Completely agree. And to contextualize that, uh, you know, into this discussion, I think that if you can continually morph yourself and fit yourself into whatever the shape of the new platforms are, uh, over time, that's a very useful skill to have. So let me ask you, what do you like about the 10 step program? Well, I think it's approachable. Um, I think that it is, you know, really geared around somebody who, um, maybe has kind of figured themselves out a little bit and looking at like, how do I actually execute this? Um, so I think it's nice how, uh, you know, you're essentially breaking media down into its form as this audio, as this video, et cetera. Um, and I think that's, I think that's useful. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, th I think it's a, I think it's, if somebody is just kind of like wanting a primer into this space, I think it's, um, a great, uh, a great resource. Thank you. Appreciate that. So let me ask you, what do you think the future holds or maybe even what does the future hold for you, Rob? Well, good question. Um, I mean, I think if specifically around social um, I mean, you know, branding, I should say, in the space, I think that um, when we look at all the different forms of marketing, most of them are kind of played out in the sense that they've been commoditized. But um, when we look at branding, I think it's interesting. I think there's going to be a lot more movement into understanding that, that branding is, is it's critical in the sense that you're, you have a brand, whether you know it or not, right, that whole thing. Um, and really kind of maybe being more intentional, um, I think, from a personal side, you know, corporations understand branding. I think small businesses don't really get it yet. And I don't think there's enough people that really understand it um, at a personal level. So I think that, I do think that um, branding is one of the only, is one of the, the last remaining pillars that hasn't been, um, I guess, fully 
don't know what the word I'm looking for, but um, realized uh, versus um, more, more, more realized, like in the sense of um, uh, enough people realizing the, the value and the importance of it. Like we had, you know, early on, it was like, okay, websites, you know, sure. And then you had, you know, SEO and then you had social media and then you, you know, it is all these kind of different uh, channels, so to speak. Um, but not that branding is not a channel, but um, just this idea that I think that there hasn't been enough effort and focus placed on really this, what is the, the underlying um, foundation for all of marketing um, and really even business. So I'm, I've been doing a lot in that space. I have a, a startup of my own in the, in the, uh, DIY brand space, um, more targeted on businesses, but, um, yeah, I definitely think it's, I definitely think it's a space that I, I'm interested in and, uh, I think making it more accessible and, and easy, like kind of like how you've been doing, uh, just making it kind of easy to, to understand the, the bigger picture of, of how it plays out, I think is, uh, is valuable. Thank you. Uh, so do you have any kind of last thoughts or any additional things that you maybe didn't touch on earlier? Um, I, you know, talking with me, I can go in a lot of different directions. Uh, but I'd say, uh, specifically around personal branding, I think that, um, you know, I think there's an interesting opportunity really to understand your blind spots. And that's kind of like a lot that I focus on in personal branding is, is you know starting off and understanding your why your direction i call it finding polaris but you know finding finding your north star and you know from there starting to you know understand how other people currently perceive you and really start moving your you know the blind spots that you have i use a, a model in mind the jahari window uh, model and it's a, a framework that kind of allows you to have independent observers to get a better sense on how the outside sees you and see if you actually align if you're if how you think your personal brand, uh, what you think your personal brand is, and how accurate that is based on uh, the reality of, of how people see you. Um, so I, I guess just for me, yeah, it's just about finding, you know, uncovering blind spots, getting a sense of where you want to be, and then being more intentional about um, how you want to be perceived. Great. What can we expect from you next? Are you releasing anything uh, yourself, any content or books? I know last time we talked, you had a pretty big slide deck that you were in the middle of developing. Uh, well, I have actually, I think I'm at 40 courses now, uh, 40 slide, you know, 40 courses that was part of one big master course. And we're working on a new mentorship platform right now and also um, have a, my venture studio. So it's kind of a startup accelerator, uh, meets um, some of our own ideas. And uh, we have a, a task of the art and science of branding play and uh, a couple other things. But yeah, I mean, for me, like I said, it's just, um, uh, I just enjoy uh, collaborating and uh, appreciate uh, having the time to uh, to chat with you. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, Rob, and I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks again.